Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Tramplebet Podcast for Saturday the 15th of February 2020. I'm your host John Walker, with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. And Goddo. Good morning. How you doing? I'm grand, it's a bit early Smashing. for me, as it is every week. It's a Valentine's Day special. It is. Yes. Do you have any, <laughs> I don't know if I've got any picks for the Valentine's Day. <laughs> I thought no. you meant, do you have any loved ones? <laughs> <laughs> celebrating Valentine's you Day. Got, oh shit, don't talk about that. Goddo always, always goes to the country of romance and love though for his picks I on do. Friday night. That's, that, that's okay. good that you nicked one of my, how I was going to intro to one of my sections. <laughs> we good. can still do that later. My, my Valentine's pick's actually going to be on the extra podcast this week. Ooh. Excellent, right, okay. Um, just a quick thank you to Patreons that have joined. So though we said it's not starting until the 1st of March, we have to thank Bjorn Magnussen, who we said last week, Ava Disseland and Jared Warren for all joining the Patreon on the top tier. Thank you very much, guys. God much appreciated. Men. For those who have went on the website and joined, can you please download the app because I will message you and we have asked questions. Jared Warren has got back to us. Mm-hmm. So we do know a bit about him now. Good man. Which is excellent. But Arva and Bjorn, you do have a message there. We're not asking for your social security or bank details. We just want to know a bit about which sports you follow and which team because we are going to curate all our extra content based on which sports people like and follow. Yes. So if you enjoy the podcast, we have three tiers. It's a $5 a month, which is roughly about £2.80. Just to support us. You're not getting anything extra for that. Keeps this great content going and says thank you to the good work. Facebook. Also, it gives you access to the Facebook group, which we will talk about at the end of the show. Yeah, which has been fantastic. It has grown and grown and grown, and now it's it's a real source of quality information. It's brilliant. There are some people spending far greater time than us even to get specific picks, which is amazing because we're rooting around, (laughs) rooting around, trying to find a pick in Europe. Oh, yeah. And there's some people that are picking up some absolute betters, but we will mention that later on when we talk about the Facebook group. We have a middle tier, which is $10. That gets... Um, a page reminder of all the picks so you don't have to take notes during the podcast. Um, you get an extra bit a week. The extra we record, show. Mm-hmm. Which was actually quite successful last week. We'll talk about that on the extra bit. And then we have uh, our aspirational tier, which is a $15 tier. And as many people that would be able to join that as possible would be greatly appreciated. So we can do extra episodes like Premier League darts, UFC nights, boxing nights, cycling championships coming up. Golf. Golf, tennis opens. Cheltenham. Euro 2020. Everything you can imagine. The whole lot. We would do a specific (laughs) event and the super aspiration would be like doing a daily coverage of like a Cheltenham festival. Something like that. And that is a $15 tier. So that's the spiel. We are going pro. We do need your help. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash trampled bet, not trampled bat. Trampled bet. If you hit the bacon, you're in the wrong place. So that's the sales pitch. Let's go into last week's picks. Yes. My banker was so infuriating. So I had Osnabrück versus Nuremberg, over 1.5 goals. Nuremberg had not failed to score a goal all season in a game. They did their part, took the lead. 
Osnabrück could not fail to score a home goal until Saturday. Watched the game. Um, it was the amount of times that this bet could have come up. One of the one of the Osnabrück players put the ball inches past the post, one on one with a goalie. Ugh. So over one point five goals. All I needed was another goal. Do you know what annoyed me? I went on very early, about twenty minutes in, and you know how Nuremberg are one. Nuremberg yes one dot FC Nuremberg so the minute I checked the score you thought there was a goal I thought there was a goal already and went yes result put my phone away and then I got a goal there at 65 minutes to say they'd taken the lead and I went what I was so confused and just fucking really annoyed and that killed that's me on a two is that a crisis yet it feels like I'm nervous about this week that's for fucking sure standing in a bush almost went Andy I was just going to pick like a really easy game at Liverpool that's the point of the banker (laughs) bet You you want something that comes in you don't get you don't get extra points for picking a team no one can pronounce. Thank <laughs> Norwich. Um, my banker Miscron versus Ustenda in the Belgian Jupiler League. I took Homer draw, so Miscron or draw. I just didn't think Ustenda would win this or had any chance of winning it. They did lead one 0 at half time, <laughs> Ustenda, uh, but it ended up a three one Miscron win. I'm really liking this double chance. Double chance like for the banker. Really the, enjoyable. Especially in the Belgian league. I've, I'm picking up success with double chance Belgian yeah. league games. Because uh, there are just some teams in there that just won't win away from home. Um, yeah. So that was another banker win for me. Um, so quite happy. And then my banker came in this week. Stuttgart 3-0, which we we talked about as well. They, they, Who did they beat? Uh, <laughs> how do you know? Uh, how do you pronounce I think that, it's Al. 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 Um, yeah, so they beat, they beat Al 3-0. Quite very comfortable for them, and the best uh, the best part was what we mentioned that yeah it's they they seem to win three now or three one every week when they're playing at home so and you never backed it you just said it I just said it you need you need to listen back before you do your picks I I don't even listen to me in real time never mind again <laughs> all pilot yeah uh, my value was eighteen sixty Munich versus Mannheim both teams to score you were getting just under even money one one sailed in. I had mentioned Mannheim, both teams to score and win. They did have a lot of chances at the end, but my pick was just both teams to score, and that came in. My value was in the Jupiler League again in Belgium. I took KV Mecklen, um, whose odds pre-game were 12-5. to 5. Yeah, they rocketed up. So that, And you're wondering, why have they rocketed up so much? They were 2-0 down within six minutes. It's not a great start. It's a terrible start. Was they it, were, like- they, it was two each with ten minutes to go. So the bet was back on. Uh, Circle of Bruce scored in stoppage time in one three two. So the so the bet lost, but there was huge movement on that before the before the game and the run up to it. And I don't quite know why. It's not as if they were missing any players, right? Because I had a look at the the team teams played. Uh, Mecklen are just one. They're on a wee bit of a, a losing run now. And maybe um, they've got one of the best away for, away from home records in the league. Obviously, Circle of Bruges are very bad. Uh, but they're much better at home than they are I away. honestly don't get this based on I think I'd said this before about the the analysis course I went on yeah. the SFA talking about travel and mileage Belgium's yeah. tiny <laughs> so like travelling away from home shouldn't be a big deal yeah. for anyone Yeah, that's what I don't get but we talk about this with like how bad Bruges are away oh terrible and uh, we'll talk about talk that later, later. Yeah. Uh, my value did not come in it was uh, Pordenone Livorno so they went up 1-0 Come back to one each. Livorno went up 2-1. They brought it back to two each. It was just disappointing considering how bad Livorno have been away from home all season. Um, and yeah, just that. Very, the only note I have from the, the game is just fannies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was very disappointing as well because 
I think I was the second game, so Johns was in at that point. Yeah, all my, all my games were Sunday for some reason. I don't, yeah. I don't, unintentionally. Um, yeah, so that. before you even had a shot at... Before I had a shot, before I had a shot at any of the sort of parley bets or the, the mixed trebles or anything, they were all dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> my outsider, I called it, I wish I'd went heavier on it because I believed in it from minute one. As soon as i seen their form the last couple of weeks, I mentioned this, Empoli have signed a lot of players in the transfer window. They won 2-1 away to Citadella. That's their third win in a row. It's the first time they've done that this season in non-competitive games or competitive games. They were 23-10. They won 2-1. It was a really good away outsider. They're a team worth looking at and staying on top of because like we said, Liam Henderson came in. They were in the bottom positions for the relegation playoff but there was like seven points between that <laughs> and being in the playoffs. Which they're, now, which they're now two points outside of. Yeah. It was a great pick. Um, I went big for my outsider. I took Willem Tway <laughs> at huge odds. You get them around five to one before kickoff. Um, it was a reasonably tight game until the last 10 minutes. <laughs> that goal? And then the, th- the third goal that PSV scored in stoppage time. Thank you to James McIver and Andrew Sweeney <laughs> for both putting this front and centre in the Facebook group. It's an absolute farce. The keeper doesn't know the uh, the defender doesn't know the keeper's not in his goal. He doesn't even look up, and he just passes the ball from way outside the penalty box into an empty net for one of the most stupidest own goals you've ever seen. See when I'm um, so it's a pass back, and the oh, keeper's it's an not in, it's an intended pass back, but the keeper's miles away. He's not. Getting he's juice. not in his goal. He's like yeah. fiddling about with his water bottle at the side. I try. See when I'm coaching, like I coach like eighteen to twenty one year olds now, so it's not like kids I'm dealing with anymore. I do my best never to fucking really get angry at people unless it's a direct instruction they've not listened to. And see that, that happened in our game at the weekend two weeks ago, whereby I'd said in the first half, our player playing the dodgy grass pitch had played a pass back to a goalie inside his goal. Mm-hmm. So like it would have went in the goal if the goalie wasn't there. And it's bobbled and the goalie's just launched it out for a corner because it's like bounced up and flicked him and went out for a corner to the side of him. And I went like that to the boy, I was like, if you're ever fucking passing back to a keeper, never at his goal, ever. Yeah. The keeper will move to the side for a reason, so it doesn't go in, and then five minutes into the second half, fucking the other centre half done the exact same thing. Oh. And that was me. I was like fucking Mike Bassett, England manager. <laughs> <laughs> Have I just fucking told him? This keeper what. definitely wasn't even expecting the pass back, though. But it should never go inside the goal, though. It shouldn't go in the goal, yeah. no. And, it was, and it's just a farce. It's, it's still on the Facebook group. It's um, a really good highlight. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, and that takes us to Unterhashing Acting We've talked about this Unterhacting Unterhacting um, Don't make me go mental And a one-inch <laughs> draw With I think I can't remember actually Who they were playing now But it was Rostock um, Hansa Rostock It was one each They, they took the lead They went up 1-0 um, And then uh, Rostock brought it back To one each I mean I'm, I'm again happy on that I, I think they were far too Big a price Not to have a shot on Rostock were under Evens for that game at home Um that's my outsider. The charity pick used to go first before I... Okay, I took Lazio away at Parma. They won 1-0 at odds of just under even money. At, That's another charity pick for me, and I'm I'm good in that category. I got Dunkirk, uh, 1-0, 9-10. At Dunkirk, see, see if you're ever watching them. Don't be worried about the fact it's 0-0 at 80 minutes, because they've still got plenty of time to score. Yeah. Like they, they, don't, they don't do anything up until then. It's Dunkirk, twin with Brighton. Yeah. Uh, 75 minutes oh fuck we're playing football um, yeah so they, they won 1-0 quite happy with that 
and I shot all over the charity bet with Dundee versus Partick Thistle, both teams to score. When it was 2-0 after 25 minutes... It's Thistle. Dundee, imagine having to rely on Thistle for anything. A goal. Yeah, I know. Especially when you've given up the amazing services of Kenny Miller. I know. And his 400th year playing as a professional. It was unlucky. It was unlucky. Yeah, it's the first time in 10 games that Thistle haven't scored away from home. And it's the last time Dundee kept a clean sheet since they previously played Partick Thistle. Partick Thistle, yep. So, yeah, I was at cost. That charity bet, £10 of our own money on a treble. If it wins, it goes to charity. If it doesn't, we give a tenner anyway. So that was not a win for the treble. Nope. But we go again this week. Yep, Two out of three. Six out of 12 overall for the podcast. Yeah. Which is okay. A middling week. Everyone got everyone got two of four. Six of twelve is is the bang average. Yeah, if if my banker had come in, it automatically goes to a good week. Yeah. It's literally letting down the thing that you're saying. This is happening. Move on to Scottish clubs playing abroad. Uh, we'll start with probably the highlight. Ollie Burke, Bass Derby. Yes. Alaves 2, Ibar 1. Late goal. Nice finish. I mean, I this is the... the Fancy myself for it. The comment that you and I always <laughs> have about Andy is how many goals you would score. Yeah. If you fucking gave me that chance every now and again, I'd definitely get a goal in La Liga. Oh, I, I wouldn't be in that position. Would you still be back? <laughs> no, I don't know where I'd be. you <laughs> cigarette at the side of the, side of the pitch. <laughs> they, fucking put it in all. Hey, Andy would be the gaffer though. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Liam Henderson as we've already mentioned then play 1-2-1 one, one, played the full 90 got a yellow card can't find highlights yeah. I've been on their own way so I've went to the point where I'm on their website I'm on their Twitter I find little snippets of games but no actual overall highlight package same for Jordan Horsgrove Belerez won 3-1 they're now 4 points clear they played the full 90 so they're 4 points clear of Ibiza and 5 points clear of Atletico Madrid B so they are in a good position to get promoted. Yeah. They've won a lot of games, by the way. They've won like 14 of the last 16 games. That is impressive. And it's normally one of the markets you can only find just before kickoff. Uh, Charlie Gilmore, happy 21st birthday to Charlie Gilmore yesterday. But Telstar lost 7-1 yep. to Nijmegen. And I just refused to even watch the highlights because there's nothing to gain from me. It just seems awful. Where do you stand... If you're at the game as a supporter and your team is getting beat like that, are mate, you are you a lever or are you a stay in the stadium? Eh, leave. You know you, what, mate? My life is fucking precious. As and if I've I don't got, want to be somewhere, I'm not going to be somewhere. As I've got older, I've come round to that. Um, but I remember back at Ibrooks when we could beat 7-1 under Peter Houston back in the day. We could beat 7-1 by Rangers twice in the space of like... Yeah. Chris Boyd scored like five... one month. Chris Boyd has scored five goals against you yeah, twice in his yeah. career. So I was, I was there... Um, at Ibrooks and my dad and my brother who I'm with they got up to go and I was like I am staying till the end because sometimes I like staying till the end just to boo them off <laughs> well this has become a very um, a very noticeable thing on Twitter is Rangers fans having a go at Rangers fans for leaving early in games mm. as has been proven by this weather this week this three week winter break in Scotland is the dumbest fucking thing oh, Scottish football has ever thought up our bad weather is February yeah Always, every year. So, so we have our break. We come back and then games get postponed. Game gets postponed. Yeah. So, see you on a Wednesday night. See if I'm running four Wednesdays in a row, and I coach Monday, do a podcast Tuesday, coach Thursday night, and I'm out at football Saturday morning and all day Saturday for Rangers or Sunday, whatever the game's been removed to. See you on a Wednesday night. I'm leaving at eighty-five and beating the traffic because I've got fucking work in the morning, and it's my own Wednesday night was my only day free. 
Yeah. And you have now bombarded fixtures every fucking Wednesday because of this dumb winter break when I actually time off over Christmas and can go to the fucking football. It's fucking stupid, man. And they need to, they need to adjust. I, I like the idea of a winter break, but in February. I hate the idea of a winter break. Yeah, I just I don't, don't understand should, it at all. Not, for, oh, unless, oh you, unless you can accurately predict the weather yeah. window really far in advance, like months in advance, what is the point? We don't we don't have it in the we don't have it in the lower leagues. The point and, is and the if, rest right, of the players. No, but if you actually look at European leagues who previously had it, their windows coming shorter. Spanish football used to take four weeks off, and now it's only two weekends. So yeah, every, they, have a, they have a nap each day at twelve but, o'clock. They're fucking doing. <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Everyone else is snipping theirs in, and we've went. Oh, we should have won. And went behind why? the times. We're just copying things. What? Why? We it literally had never had any impact on us before. It's just not a. I don't know. It's the biggest problem we've got in Scottish football is all our teams that get to Europe are having to play in from June. June. Yeah. So it's a long season. Yeah. But especially from Rangers' performance, I've not seen any benefit in taking the time off. The players seem to have dipped and went the other way. So for to say they were tired, they look worse now after having a mini break. But to get back to your point was the only time it ever annoys me is a big game. If it's a European game and it's one nil or a draw, I'm staying to the end. This is this is this is why I live through Ross County. I I, I stay till the end basically every single game yeah. unless I left a game after twenty odd minutes at Ross County because I couldn't see anything. Right, it was okay. just fog. You you could only see our goalkeeper. Right. We Dundee United scored and no one knew in the stand. Like it was mental. So. Um, but if we're getting heavy horsed at half time, I, I probably might go. Do you know what? I'm not enjoying this. What is the what is the? But point? all in all, all in all, see, folk want to leave, they can fucking leave if they want. I do honestly don't care. Do you know who's big into that? See, the Americans for um, in baseball. So at the seventh inning stretch, you got a lot of people. Well, we'll get up. You know, watch the start of the eighth inning and then leave. And what's really interesting about that is me and Mel were like, why the fuck's everyone leaving? This is bizarre because they're wanting to like, beat the traffic and yeah. be back out. However, it does open up. The opportunity to sit in the thousand dollar seats for right, the last okay. which is really good. You just walk down, you're like, "This is what it's like to be a king." <laughs> yeah. So do do what the fuck you want. You've paid your money. All I would say, all, the only thing that would ever bother me is people who don't turn up. That bothers me more because you've paid for your ticket. There's a space seat going that somebody could maybe use. But yeah, do what the fuck we, you want. We don't have that problem at Dundee United. <laughs> um, so yeah, Telstar get pumped off. They're making seven one. Ryan Gold, Porto B won, Forenza won. Ryan Gold scored a fucking beautiful Peach. goal near post. Right back, crosses in near post along the deck. He's probably in the corner of the six-yard box and it's coming across his right side, but he kind of flicks the outside of his left foot at it. And if I can't, it's a fucking beautiful finish. Captain, again. The gold mm. man. Um, they're still second in the league because results went their other way, but National are pulling away from them now. So, But top two go up. There's no playoff. Yeah. Top two go up. So you just need to stay in those positions. Ziggy Gordon, Newcastle, bottom of the table clash, Newcastle 4, Central Coast 3, played the full 90 minutes. Again, I've only just seen the highlights posted, so I've not watched them, but they are now joint bottom. So, although they've won two more games than they had this time last year, they're so finding themselves in the same position. Yeah. Um, and Lana Clarin didn't play, just literally found out two seconds ago by looking at the lineups. Fiorentina women beat Milan 2-1 away in the quarterfinal first leg of the cup, but I'm guessing because she's just coming back from injury. That was too big a game because she wasn't even on the bench. Yeah. So that was Scots Abroad and our sponsored players. As we mentioned, Partick Thistle lost 2-0 with Dundee. Jamie Burjonis did come on at half-time at 2-0. So. He, gave, he gave you a really good attempt at trying to get your charity bet in. Yeah. He, he did I mean, try very hard. In the I mean, he time. stopped goals going the other way, yeah. which kept us in the game. And our other sponsored player, which is 
becoming Monty. good. Uh, Bember 2, co-winning Rangers 4, so they're still top league. Carlo Monty scored again. Monte Carlo. This is brilliant. So if he just keeps scoring, we can just keep feeding in. He doesn't seem to have, I don't think he's got Twitter, so I need to try and find if he's got Instagram or Facebook. And- what I'll do from next week onwards is I'll get my dad to send the Irvin Herald over and we'll just read the section. Read the section. <laughs> that has that bit. And moving on to this week's picks. So this is picks for Saturday the 15th of February 2020. I will try and redeem myself now. Um, banker, Barcelona v Hitafe, over 1.5 goals. You're getting 1-3, 1-4 in this. The reason you're getting such good odds is because Hitafe are very good defensively. For people who don't watch a lot of Spanish football because they moved it off of Sky Sports for some reason and on the Premier so people kind of see it. Um, Hitafe have kind of became the Atletico Madrid. Like they are the third team now in Spanish football as it stands but it's all built on a fucking amazing bank of four and five in front of them it's just so tight the only reason I'm going for this is Barcelona average three goals a game at home so no matter who they're playing they tend to get through they beat Hitafi 2-0 away earlier on in the season I think this will be a game where Hitafi come unstuck so is the channel La Liga TV yes but part Premier. of Premier Sport right, I have a Premier Sports subscription so I can watch that I just didn't realise that it was part of Premier but I've not seen a lot of Barcelona games on it though or Real Madrid it's been like mm. Villarreal Mallorca see that's the sort of shit I'm interested in <laughs> normally though but yeah Barcelona at home to Atafi over 1.5 goals is roughly 1-3 to 1-4 to four. it's got to I'm, I've went I've criticised you but I've actually went really easy here I think but Atafi definitely have it in them to keep it tight which is what worries me but I'm hoping Messi and Cole find a find a way for a couple of early goals and I can relax and get back on the banker trail my banker, England Premier League on television Saturday. At I don't know much about that league. Five thirty. You've dipped into that league, Andy. PM. <laughs> Liverpool won the league. It's only February. Twenty-two points ahead of Man City after twenty-five games. Only game they haven't won this season was a draw against Man U. Norwich are last. Um, they're also the second worst team in terms of home form. Only twelve points from their twelve home games. They've picked up five points from the last five games, scoring three, conceding seven. Liverpool picked up a maximum of 15, scoring 11, conceding only once. Flash score will take you back to 2004. Norwich haven't recorded a single victory against Liverpool in those 11 (laughs) matches. So that's 15 years, no wins. 13 wins for Liverpool, two draws. Liverpool won this fixture this season at Anfield 4-1. It was the opening day. It wasn't a 4-1 season. game though. The, no, se- but the second ended- half Norwich were pretty fucking good. It ended 4-1. You're getting 3-10 for Liverpool. That's huge. Yeah. That's massive. Um, as banker bets go, I am delighted with this one. It should be on every coupon in um, the world. They're doing well for a team that have only spent like £800 million on their squad though, right? I haven't spent that much. They're quite impressive, yeah. It's good. That's over like 20 years. Good, sir. Um, the only thing I would say on this noticing is Norwich's home form. The points they have picked up, game, uh, the games they have picked up points in home games, Big Spurs, games. Chelsea. Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City. I don't, I don't, but then Man you did go and win. So, yeah, but those uh, teams are shite comparison to Liverpool at the moment. That's true. I mean, I mean, I absolutely fancy this. It was just weird that Norwich had picked up points against yeah. better sides and lost to like Newcastle. Absolutely, stuff. but Liverpool obviously have this unbeaten season, invincible season on the go. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not like they're that far ahead that they're downing tools. They absolutely will not be doing that. And it's the kind of game that, see if you said to me it was 1-6, I'd be like, that's probably quite a fair price on that. And let's face totally. it, see the way Liverpool fans are acting and the way everyone doesn't want them to. Liverpool want this finished as quick as possible so they can go to every ground. 
as imaginable champions, yeah. as champions already and just laud it over everyone. Yeah. Yep. I think they'll win. I think they'll win comfortably. I think the um, title will be decided by the middle of March. Like looking at the fixtures, the Crystal in, Palace or Everton. So and Man yeah. City realistically are now. Guardiola's already said it's done, so he's yeah. going to be going right. Everyone stays fresh for Champions League. Yeah, we need because this is the only way we can really accept this is if we win the Champions League. We go. We don't really care. We've already won the league before. My banker uh, is in Turkey this week, and it's Galatasaray versus Yeni. So Galatasaray have been. A, a, are, we're having a, a shaky start to the season but re- redeemed themselves fairly recently they've played 21 games they've got 39 points and they're 5th in the league they've scored 35 and conceded 17 Yeni have played 20 games scored 34 and conceded 29 and have 24 points they concede a lot of goals Galatasaray's home form has been really good as of recent they've won the last 6 games at home in a row Um They've beaten some decent. They've beaten teams that are around Yeni's level: Kaiseda Spor, Riza Spor, Denzila Spor, and Adana Demi Spor. Um, Yeni have been really bad away from home. They've played in the last five games. They've lost the last three, and the two prior to that they drew. Galatasaray will win this game something like three-one, and I'm quite confident in getting them. I, I'm quite confident with the price in four to nine there. I think that's quite a large. The only reason you're getting four to nine is Galatasaray. I've got a cup game midweek. Yep, they'll still go and beat this team. So yeah, this is so comfortable. Um, you're getting, I think I said this to you before, over one point five goals. You're also getting like one to four, one to five, which yeah. is fucking tremendous odds, considering they are scoring freely and Yeni can see a lot of goals away. Yeah, so four to nine for mine, um, and that's Galatasaray at home to Yeni. I am riding my values out. I am riding the Empoli wave. Empoli at home to Pisa, five to six, so just under evens. They are unbeaten since Liam Henderson came in along with five other signings. That was one draw in the very first game and three wins since. They're going up the table. They're a better side. Pisa are okay. Pisa are in the top half of the table. They are above them in the league. But Empoli, I just think something something big's happening here. I think they're going a really good run with all the players they brought in. And I'm happy to take them yet again until they prove me wrong. So Empoli at home to Pisa, five to six. My value pick this week in Belgium in the Jupiler League, Saturday 7pm uh, UK time. St. Truden against Cercle Bruges. So Bruges won at home to Mechelen with a, a stoppage time goal um, at the weekend there. But they are still easily the worst team in this league. They're so shit. And they're still six points adrift at the bottom of the table. And they've played a game more. Um, only 14 points for the entire campaign. 23 goals scored, but a massive 52 conceded. So <laughs> That's fucking awful. They're pretty leaky. Um, St. Truden, comfortably mid-table. 10th place, 32 points, scored 32, conceded 42. So an average team. Um, but they've had a bit of a purple patch recently. Four wins from their last five matches. They're also decent at home. Their only losses in their last 10 home games have come at the hands of f- top-of-the-table Club Bruges in fourth place, Charleroi. So Circle Bruges, are bad, but they've only picked up one point away from home all season. Yeah. Which I, is incredibly poor. So I would be happy pretty much to back anyone in this division at home against them. And you're getting St. Truden at over even money. You're getting them at six to five. I would love if we could get bankrolled to the point of having like a pre a postseason tournament of like the worst teams in Europe and just have Hercule uh, Circla Circle Bruges I think yeah. Jena Jena Hey they come back and won on Monday <laughs> against uh, Zwickau Yeah just all, all the teams that you think Slavan right, Beluko yeah. from Croatia Get them all to play away from home at some <laughs> neutral venue yeah. Jesus uh, So yeah so the value bet for me is 6-5 to five 
St. Truden at home to Circle of Bruges. My value is Granada versus Valladolid. Um, this is on Saturday at 8pm. Granada at home. I, ironically not on TV. And not, not on TV. <laughs> Perhaps on uh, La Liga Sports. Granada. <laughs> they, Granada. They, they, yeah, I understand what you did there. Um, they're, they're, uh, La Liga a, have a, a YouTube TV channel, company, don't they? they? Yes. Yeah, there's La Liga YouTube, so I don't know how that works. They share, they share everything. This is the people we've had to start thanking when we're sharing all our clips. Because but you can watch, you can watch games live. Um, so this very well might be streamed live on uh, La Liga oh, YouTube. Right, okay. So yeah, uh, I am in La Liga on Saturday night, eight o'clock. Um, Granada at home to Valladolid. They've got seven wins from the last ten games at home. Valladolid away. Their last two wins have came in the cup. They haven't had a positive result away from home since. September 20th, 2019. The only results they've had in there are nil-nils away from home with anyone. It is... I, I, I would, I'm so happy taking Granada in this game. They're just a team who are really, really good at home. Like, their losses have come to teams that have been decent. So they've lost to Seville, they've lost to Real Sociedad. But they've got wins in there over Barcelona, Leganes, Betis, Alaves, Mallorca, Espanyol and Valencia. They're a decent team at home. Also, because of Bet365's nil-nil draw, no bet, the only time Vidalid get a result is when they draw nil-nil with someone. So as part of a coupon, it would be voided. Right, and okay. you would get that to continue. Because that's what happened with Leon for me a couple of nights ago. You only get a nil-nil voided if you've put on a first scorer or if it's a half-time full-time. Oh, well, my Leon was half-time full. Okay. Yeah, you, I, don't, you, don't, you don't get it you don't just get for a straight-up win. Well, so... Um, but you do get it. You get, you get it. Um, anyway, you... Uh, apologies then. Uh, so Granada, the only chance that Valladolid have got are a nil nil. If that's the if that's the thing, but Granada are seventy five at home here. I think they're a better team than Valladolid. The only results they've had are in the cup that have been positive against Marbella and some other mob. I'm worried about it. Not like it. No, Valladolid don't concede a lot of goals. I mean, they only need to concede one right and not score, but they're just so tight defensively. It Granada it... have won four of the last ten, one nil. I mean, it's going to have to be like uh, they need to stop Vidalid scoring. Yeah. I think if Vidalid score, they don't concede two goals. God, no, don't say that. And in fact, yeah, Granada aren't scoring two goals. I would say Granada. Can, can you bet like that? Can you say Granada <laughs> won't score two goals? Yeah. Yeah. Home team under one. Under, under one. Yeah. That's like, a bet I am going to do. Right. Okay. Let me just briefly it, it, it. over under. Um, Granada so, under specifically Granada. Well, the whole game under one point five is seventy five. Yeah, but I think Vidalid could get a goal. So I'm not that confident. I'm confident Granada won't score two. That mark will come out near. Right, okay. Near yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a note of that because I'm worried so about you, that. So one. if you fancy Gordon, uh, Gordon's shout, you're taking uh, Granada at home to Vidalid, seventy-five. Good shout. And if you, uh, if you want to side with John, <laughs> Granada under one point five goals. In fact, I will nail my flag. My, my colours to the flag here. I think that Granada win this one one nil at five to one. That means we both. All our bets would come in there though, <laughs> which is good news. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah, yes. <laughs> um, my outsider is in the A League, Wellington Phoenix at home to Melbourne City. I'm taking the home team Wellington Phoenix to win and both teams to score, which is sixteen to five. Wellington Phoenix have won four of the last five away games. The only game they didn't win was a two-two draw at home to Sydney, who are the team running away and breaking records. Melbourne City have only won away against the three worst home records in the league, which is ridiculous for a team that are in the top three. So they're only picking up points against the really shit teams. They are capable of getting draws, but I really fancy Wellington Phoenix with the, the form they're in, the teams they have beaten. They have beaten some decent teams away at home, and 
anyone who's been watching Australian football, it's goals galore almost every week. I think you, was it you brought up the fact that it was a nil-nil draw and it was the first for like... For only four a season. There's been four <laughs> this season. Like, there you it's go. incredible. Um, it's, it's, it's mental. So Wellington Phoenix at home at Melbourne City and both teams to score is 16-5. to They are 2-1 to one just to win. Quite like that price. Uh, my outsider is, is similar, actually. Uh, in terms of in terms of price, uh, but I'm just taking the two to one for a win. It's Fleetwood versus Peterborough um, in England, League One, Saturday, three o'clock. Meeting of two informed teams here. They both played last night. And they both won last night. So Fleetwood are tenth place, forty five points. Peterborough second place on fifty five points, so ten points ahead. Peterborough have taken a maximum fifteen points from the last five games. Fleetwood have taken nine um, of a possible fifteen. So I said they both played last night. Uh, despite being 0-0 at halftime at Southend, Peterborough ran out convincing 4-0 winners. They also won 4-0 at the weekend. And before that, they won 4-1. Yep. So they are banging in goals. Fleetwood managed to beat Wickham 1-0 away from home last night. But that was a very different game because they went down to 10 men with 20 minutes to go. And, Fleet, st- Fleetwood did, and yeah. still managed to grind out a win. Um, so very different from a 4-0 hammering. Um, I like Peterborough here. I like the away team. They've scored by far and away the most goals in League One this season. 64 goals. That's impressive. Which is huge. Fleetwood have 43. So Fleetwood, you would look at it and go, oh, they're pretty good. And then you look at Peter Bringo, they are demolishing people. And they're just great to watch. I'd probably take them at 2-1 against anybody in the form they're in just now. So I'm very happy with 2-1 for Peterborough to beat Fleetwood. I really like that. Nice. I think Peterborough stroll that game, to be fair. Yeah, Peterborough, I mean... I can't believe they've scored four, like four goals in three consecutive games. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean that—that's the only thing that worries me. Why? I don't know. It just feels like if you're on that run, you know, and you know, a nil-nil is coming. But I don't think it's this one. I think Fleetwood, Fleetwood can be taken apart by Peterborough. I yeah. think Peterborough are far too good just now. Sky tipped Wickham heavily last night. They—they were—they were all over that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how the game went because obviously I wasn't at it. Uh, yeah. But it could be that Wickham are pushing for that winner against a 10-man side and yeah. they've been done in the counter. Okay, it's, it's one of these things. I, I really like that pick. Um, any team that's winning 4-0 for me. So just... Yeah, and, and the odds of 2-1, 9-5. Like, yeah. that's, that's big. Well, moving swiftly to Spain, again, for me, uh, Real Oviedo versus Alcorcón. Another draw. Loves this, a Spanish draw. Spanish draw. Alcorcón away is just uh, it's the best form for draws ever. This, this one is um, this, they've played the last twelve games. They've drawn ten of them away from home. This pick should be your banker. This pick is ama- <laughs> this pick is amazing. By the way, this is this this is disgusting. This reeks of a draw. Oh, Oviedo. So, um, if we're just going for ten games, right, if you want to take the ten game form table, Real Oviedo have drawn five of the last ten at home. At home. Alcacon have drawn 8 out of 10 away. If you look at the extending <laughs> fixtures, that's that's Oviedo's form there. It's just orange. And then you go to Alcacon and it's just orange as well. 19 to 10 for a draw. It's another... like I, I, If all I said for this pick was draw, I'd be happy with the description I gave because that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's Oviedo 1, Alcacon 1. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. A, that's a score draw. We've given you it right now. That's his full-time score. Uh, so you know, Granada 1-0, Peterborough 2-1. It, the, correct score for, the correct score for one, one, score four. 1 1 must be like even money, right? <laughs> it's, it's 5 to 1 as well. Right, okay, that's getting fucking yeah. taken all over. But yeah, so that's mine. It's 19 to 10, up to 2 to 1, you're getting. It's insane that you're getting a 2 to 1 draw. It feels like, do you know, draws were always 3 to 1. That's it. Whenever you do, you get 3 draws, you get some decent money back for it. That's one of, why the fuck is that 19 to 10, 2 to 1? Yeah. 
and on our charity pick. So this is £10 of our own money on a treble. If it wins, it goes to charity. If it doesn't, £10 goes to charity. My pick is St. Pauli versus Dresden. St. Pauli are at home, even money. St. Pauli are the sixth best home team. But Dresden, importantly, are dog shit away from home. They have three points from a possible 33, which have been three draws. So they haven't won away from home. They've conceded 22 goals in the road. They've scored seven. They are dog shit. St. Pauli are in very indifferent form. They have lost their last two at home. But before that, they had run a like four out of five at home wins. They are a better team. They will recapture the form. But this is more a bet against Dresden. They are so fucking terrible. They, they better be pretty bad because I watched the Holston Kiel versus St. Pauli game at the weekend there and St. Pauli were rubbish. I, I don't like this as a, as a pick. I, I backed against Dresden, I think, two weeks ago or last week. I watched the full game and they're just like terrible but in a Hamilton way. But they were they home, get a right? draw. Yeah. I just don't like them away. They're just so yeah, yeah. bad. No, I understand what you're saying. I, and obviously St. Pauli were away when they lost to Holston Kiel at the weekend. But yeah. they were they were poor. Yeah. So St. Pauli's big man they've got I watched that full game as well St. Pauli's big man they've got up top is clearly a very clinical goal scorer but he has no legs so unless the ball's played into like he's that, not he's that not seems physically like a pro- got no seems legs like, seems like a problem <laughs> Gordon he has not he's lost the ability to run correctly um, so the goal he got was, was excellent because the ball was played in at his feet and he like knocked it through the keeper's legs but that was their only chance in that game yeah they're, they're just they're just so bad the teams that St. Pauli have failed to win against in the last two home games were Stuttgart and Bielefeld, who are second and third in the A, who are first and third in the league. So they failed. Then it's been a 5 2 and a 3 0 win either side of that in the league at home. They are a good enough side. But if you just told me, blanketly, the six best home team are playing a team that haven't won away from home in 11 games, I'm all over it. Of course you would. But that's Absolutely. why you're getting even money and why it wasn't a banker or a value. It's a maturity exchange good odds. I think you're also getting good odds in Denmark on Friday night. So Friday, oh sorry, Sunday. Uh, yeah, I was worrying Friday. Yeah. Friday night for yeah, you. Yeah, I wasn't. No, that's that's in the extras pick <laughs> that game. This game's the Sunday. This is one p.m. It's Norgeland at home to Horsens. Seventh place for Norgeland. Tenth place for Horsens. Only three points separate these teams, right? But there's a distinct difference in how they've gathered these points because Norgeland have scored thirty-four and conceded thirty. Right for a goal difference of plus four, and a team that's only three points behind them have scored only eighteen and conceded thirty-two. Right, okay, <laughs> right. So when they win, they win. When they so, lose, they lose. Bad. They, they lose. <laughs> um, Norgeland have won seventeen points at home. Their last five home fixtures: three wins, a draw, one loss. Horsens only picked up nine points in the road all season. Their last five away fixtures: three losses, two draws, and the most recent three have been the three losses so they're on they're on a three game away from home losing streak Horsens won the last meeting in Norgeland in 2018 but before that the previous nine games Horsens won none of them against Norgeland and that's uh, spanning back to 2010 so for the last decade they've only won one in ten games against Norgeland here I like Norgeland in this spot at odds of four to six or as Flash Gore like to call it two to three and the only teams that Norgeland have lost at home to this season in league are second and are third best away from home. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like it. I think there's a lot of value in 4-6 and happy to have it in as the charity pick. I like it. And to wrap up the charity, um, I'm taking CFR Cluj versus Vittorio Constanza. So Vittorio Cluj... Constanza, is that at um, George Haji's team? Was that who he came from? That's, that? No, that's who he owns, I'm sure. Oh, right, okay. Um, okay, so... Um, 
Cluj at home have out of the last 13 games won 12 they are really good they've beaten you know there was some of them that had their, their kind of over Christmas friendlies but they've got big European games in there they beat Lazio at home early on in the season they're just a really good team at home their home form overall in the league they've played 12 games they've got 34 points from them they're top of the league they're playing against Victoria Constanza who are not very good away from home they get 13 points from 12 games if you look at the form table um, closure they've got 10 points from the last 5 Victoria will have 6 points from the last 5 you're getting closure at 5-7 to seven here I've no idea why I, I, I've, they don't have a cup game midweek I've looked over their fixtures I, I, I think it's just coming out of a winter break like, okay. I think I think they've played their first game was against the first plane they had a tight game against um, Stelia Bucharest that they won 1-0 that had taken for a draw actually in that game um, I'm really happy with this at 5-7 to seven. that'll make a good treble yep. those three picks so the picks are St Pauli at home to Dresden Norgeland at home to Horsens and Cluj at home to Vittorial £10 of our own money on the treble if it comes in it goes to Beats and Cancer Trust if it doesn't we send a tenner over anyway superb um, do we have any Facebook group stuff any extras to discuss any good oh, picks honours. people have been doing good work loads of great stuff on the Facebook group to so confirm again so this is as of the 1st of March you will only be able to enter the Facebook group if you've joined the Patreon if you're already in it you're safe you're safe but we would also really appreciate it if you did 100% join the Patreon um, and, and help contribute towards you know the good work that we're doing here uh, some decent winners great tips shared this weekend uh, Jared Warren thank you so much two brilliant pieces of advice and in, in game uh, predictions 4 of 4 in Holston Keel versus St Pauli so he ran through the game and went based on this I like these four bets full house all came in and he did the same with Peterborough versus Oxford at the weekend as well a full house in both of them um, great shouts Brian Clark uh, obviously uh, picked up Benevento he had a double that he touted with Hibs minus 2 and Celtic minus 2 wasn't as comfortable but it came in yeah um, and also Nottingham Forest at odds of three to one against Leeds, which sailed in, and that's that's a big price. Yeah. Um, Michael Stokes, great shouts uh, on Skybet, not dropping the total points line for the Super Rugby in South Africa. This is something I would know nothing about. Oh, so apparently yeah. the weather was absolutely horrendous. Right. Okay. Um, and while some firms had dropped the total points line, the over under. Bet three six five. Uh, bet three six five. It dropped it to forty four and a half. But Skybet and Ladbrokes still had it at forty eight and a half. Right. Okay. And this was something that he told the whole group and went, "Look, I used to live out there betting on Super Rugby. This is what you, the sort of thing you should look for. Take the under forty eight and a half. It's uh, around even money. Forty seven points were scored. So it came in at those two sites, like he said, and actually wouldn't have come in at, at the, the other, other sites. At the other sites that had dropped the line. That's the sort of like really good value that we're getting on that group in South African Super Rugby that I would never have known about otherwise. Um, Jacob Feldman, another good shout in basketball. Maccabi Tel Aviv, he tipped up at odds of 3-1 to one, or so just over 3-1. to one. They won 78-77, <laughs> right? But you, you surely can't complain oh, no, about I, a 3-1 to one winner. Absolutely not, because <laughs> um, Brian, I'd, I'd seen Brian had posted on Facebook going, a very comfortable win there for Jacob with that one, <laughs> one point, um, but brilliant. I also like what Steve Chiari's doing. He's having he's monitoring games to see which have the biggest movement in price in terms of odds falling. So right. things that are being favoured in the run up to games and backing them. Uh, he had a coupon with nine of them on it. I think I think he maybe got eight. 
Um, so that's something that he's been keeping an eye on. He's posting in there when he sees something good. So I'll be keen to see that coming this weekend as well. He, uh, interestingly, your Mecklen pick last week, he had noticed the increasing odds. Mm. And he was talking about Circle Bruce. He's like, I'm actually going to stay away from it and I'll just take both teams to score. And that came in and after that, eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so well done to him on that. And then the, obviously the boxing at the weekend, very unfortunate. Um, Mitchell Davis. Uh, David Mitchell? Mitchell David. Uh, Mitchell uh, his David. name is on Facebook. His name very well might be David Mitchell. So uh, he was unlucky with... Uh, he actually he gave a really good tip in the and uh, Xander had came in and said, look, first three rounds, Kelbrook to actually win this fight is a big price. Xander came in and said, why don't you look at just at a knockdown? So I took the knockdown as well as the um, the win in first three rounds. So got my stake back from, uh, from my other bet. But um, yeah, some really, really good stuff been shared in the Facebook group. And, you know, there's a coupon... Two coupons a day being posted in there. You know, there's, there's some really, there's some really good stuff um, from sports that I don't know about. And yeah, the more I'm seeing posted into the group, the more you get. To, it's the same with this, this show. Obviously, like I'm sure people out there listen for one of us more than others just because they've backed someone on a run. You get to know the personality, the sort of stuff that they bet in, and what you can trust them on. Um, and it's just, I'm delighted with the content in there. So, so to confirm that is something you'll only have access to to join five dollar supporter tier. Five dollar supporter tier. And we would paint them on appreciate it so much. We'll split it. And that's www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet. And if you do join, please go and look out for your message as well, because we will ask some questions. You can join the Facebook group. How do you search for it? Trampled Bet Podcast on um, Facebook. You can get us on Twitter. You can get myself at ASV Sports. You can get us on Instagram at Trample Bet, as of recently as yeah. well. And you can get me at underscore Gordon Mick. Get me at John Walker underscore nineteen eighty six. And you can get us all at Trample Bet. Please do keep a lookout as well for the Patreon content that we upload. We're doing a couple of extra episodes which everyone can access just now. There'll be Trample Bet Extra, which is other posts. Yep other picks and you'll also get my Premier League of Darts picks and on Sunday Gordon and I will be doing a Bellator 240 and a Fury Wilder yes. card so there is loads of extra content that you're getting for free just now as an advertisement of the service we are going to provide you will also get the full rundown of picks as a handy A4 newsletter it's all very fucking good it's all good stuff it's taking us so much time to produce all <laughs> yes <laughs> So yeah, any way you can, we would appreciate your support. The way you have on the Facebook group and on Twitter by sharing, but now we're getting to the point where we would like to expand a bit, become a bit more professional, make sure our costs are all covered. And with that, we would just ask for financial support. If you can, don't put yourself out. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.